Hi, and welcome to the Gentleman Medium podcast on the 2nd of June, 2021. It's a bright, sunny afternoon. In today's podcast, it's an audio recording only of a video I did several years ago about mediumship and mediums and my thoughts on how mediums work and what mediumship is. Um, I hope you enjoy it. Thank you very much. Good morning, my name is Ian and I'm a psychic medium based in the UK. On this video I'm going to talk a bit about um, what it is to be a medium and how a medium works um, and the differences between a medium and a psychic. Basically all mediums are also psychic but not all psychics are mediums and therein lies the problem. Many people go to a psychic expecting to get in touch with either a spirit guide or um, someone deceased which a medium can do but a psychic can't what a psychic does is pick up information about the sitter from their auric field which is magnetic in nature they can pick up things that happened in the past um, things that are currently happening in their life and possible future outcomes obstacles and opportunities a medium will do this as well but they can also make a connection with a spirit guide, either the client's spirit guide or their own spirit guide, and also um, spirits, so those are the deceased family members that wish to come through. Um, it's a bit of a myth that a medium can pick his fingers like this and make your dad, your mum, your nan or your grand come through. It does not work like that. And if a medium says he can do that, I'm sorry, but stay well clear because they can't. Spirit will only come through to you if they want to and the time is right. Sometimes you're simply not meant to know the answers, which is the reason sometimes nobody comes through and you don't get a message when you go for a psychic reading. If you can imagine um, all around us, in this room I'm sitting now, I've got a TV, I've got a laptop, I've got a smartphone, there's radio waves, there's Wi-Fi, there's Bluetooth, I've got Sky. All these waves and energy is in this room, but I can't see it and I can't feel it. Well, the medium basically tunes into the spiritual realms. In this room exist many, many different dimensions coexisting in the same time and space, very much like the rings of an onion if you cut it in half layer upon layer upon layer upon layer these are all different spiritual dimensions we all coexist in the same time and space but to the people that live in the world most of the time they're unseen occasionally the realms blend together and you get a glimpse of spirit what a medium does is attempt to tune in to these realms it's very much like tuning into a tv I see it in my mind's eye as an image. First of all, it's very fuzzy. As I start to relax and meditate and go into a very light trance, it becomes clearer and clearer and clearer until it's like watching a film of someone's life. Sometimes it's in black and white. Sometimes it's in colour. Sometimes uh, you have full sound. Sometimes it's not very clear at all. And that's all part of being mediumship. Spirit, be they spirit guides or the deceased, 
communicate through the medium in several ways. The most common way is through thought. They implant thought, which is energy, into the medium's own energy field. And the medium will then relay that thought through speech to the sitter. So though it's the medium talking with his voice, it's not his actual words that are coming through. It's the words from the spirit guide or the deceased that wish to communicate to the message. Um, the only exception to this is um, deep trance mediumship sometimes when the medium can go into a very deep level of trance and he will allow a uh, spirit or a spirit guide to overshadow his, his own body, temporarily disassociating his own energy to allow the spirit energy in. And his voice may change into the deceased person's, oh you might hear your dad's voice or your mum's voice come through. It's a very rare occurrence nowadays. I've only, I've only witnessed it I think once in 30 years. Um, but most mediumship nowadays is what is termed mental mediumship or clairvoyance. Clairvoyance simply means um, from the French clear seeing. You can pick stuff up outside the realms of normal everyday senses of hearing and sight. Clairaudience is where you can hear stuff that people can't normally hear. Sometimes I might hear a voice you can't hear but I can hear it. So that's how spirit communicate. The problem with it is, and this is a problem of, of many mediums, because spirit communicate through thought, that your own thoughts can sometimes influence the message you're giving to the client. Um, because you make obviously associations, you might get a symbol of something and straight away think, ah yes, and you're filling the pieces. And the hardest part of mediumship, particularly in the early days, is differentiating between your own thoughts and those of spirit. And there is a difference. And if you're a, um, a fledgling medium, Many times you'll probably sit there afterwards and wonder was was that my own thought or was that a spirit message? Because you won't really know for sure which one was which. We doing mediumship we often get inspired through spirit to say stuff they wouldn't normally say, often quite deep philosophical stuff and deep philosophical messages. Um, but in time of experience, um, you can tell this. It's a shame at the moment um, that we seem to be going through this um, phase of where everybody's a medium. Um, I think partly through the programmes on TV about the supernatural which paint out this picture of it as being rather exciting and you know etc etc well it's not really like that you know I don't have spirits around me 24-7 you know like you I sit down I watch TV I go to the pub I like a glass of wine you know I like going out for a nice meal I don't have spirit constantly around me 24-7 I have to get into the right frame of mind and I have to give permission for spirits to use me as a channel they can't just, you know, possess you without your permission. Again, it's another myth that's perpetuated by TV programmes like Supernatural and Grimm and those that sort of thing. A psychic, uh, say, works differently. I'm, I am psychic as well. I'm very fortunate in that I can do psychometry and I am psychic and I'm also a healer. Uh, with psychometry, I can hold an object. So, say something like a finger ring that belonged to somebody before, by holding it in your hand, and meditating upon the ring, I can actually pick up impressions about the person that owned that ring, like where they lived, what they wore, where they dressed, if they died, how they died, and this sort of stuff. Um, I don't do psychometry very often, I'm not often asked to do it. Um, but on a psychic level, um, when people come for sitting with me, um, I might ask occasionally to hold their hand. And the reason for that is, by holding their hand, I make a connection with them physically for a brief moment, but also our energy fields blend. 
uh, which is our aura basically and I can pick up stuff from their energy field because everything we've ever done um, in the past present and possible future is already stored in their energy field it's very much like a magnetic tape and a psychic can tune into this they're, they're very subtle vibrations a lot of psychics think they're actually tuning into dead people when they pick up stuff from people what, what they're actually doing is say for example a, a gentleman might come to me for a reading and he wants to get in touch with his father who died 10 years ago but i'm a psychic not a medium if i'm an inexperienced psychic or my ego is very strong i will pick up stuff from that gentleman and obviously because his father's thoughts and impressions are in his memory he knows what his father looked like he knows what he dressed he knows what he's liked that person has a memory of their father what the psychic is doing is picking up the memory of that father he's not actually communicating with that father and that's one of the biggest myths that's currently out there why there's so many bad mediums around is because they're not mediums they're psychic that are tuning into the person's energy field and picking up the thoughts and impressions and memories of that person from the sitter whereas a medium will make contact with the actual spirit entity itself um, spirit guides um, we all have spirit guides um, from birth we have one main guide that is allocated us from birth which is very much what i call the soul guide that tends to be with us throughout our entire lives they gently nudge and direct us in times of trouble often we don't accept it we think it's our own thoughts but it's not it's the guide putting the thought into your mind like life we have different guides come and go um, in life we have different friends come into our life and different things go out of our life different people come in through work and social situations um, guides are very much the same um, in my life so far I think I've had about eight guides that I've, I've made connection with um, some have, some have come and gone some have hung, hung around um, and they come in at various times I have healing guides that come in when I do healings I do spiritual healing as well um, they basically um, use me as a channel to direct healing energy into the into the client or absent healing and they direct me where to go I have um, other guides come along when I do one-to-one um, -one psychic readings with people um, they usually come through um, to impart messages for the people and they also act as a doorkeeper sometimes and gatekeeper to let other spirit come through to people if a message is needed so that's basically in a nutshell what it's like to be a psychic medium um, it's you know it's something you, you just live with it's nothing to be scared of it's perfectly perfectly natural um, unfortunately we live in an age where you know skeptics dismiss everything as cold reading which is complete hogwash um, I've been doing this now for 35 years 40 years and I'm actually the biggest skeptic around and I'm actually a skeptical medium which is the best way to be I never take anything at face value I look at everything and think okay how did that happen if I sit in this room and a light suddenly appears I don't suddenly think oh my god it's an orb it's an angel I think okay what caused that light was it a reflection from a car passing was it a reflection from the TV was it a reflection from the laptop once you've eliminated all the possible explanations you're left with the answer however impossible it may be maybe it was a spirit guide maybe it was a departed soul um, it's the same with mediumship you have to test everything um, another thing to be aware of is the ego of the medium some mediums feel a need to satisfy the client so
So what they will do when you come for a reading, um, if they don't make a connection with spirit, rather than just being honest and just saying, look, I'm really, really sorry, um, I can't make a connection, the time's not right, they'll make stuff up. It's simple as that. Now somebody's saying, oh, I've got this gentleman standing here, he's your Uncle Fred, and he says, do you remember that ring he left in the drawer? You know, and, and real tenuous statements like this. Um, another thing they may do, uh, particularly if they say they're trance mediums, is pretend to go into a trance. Now, I've had a lot of experience of trance because I used to work as a professional hypnotherapist in um, Harley Street and I run a private clinic called the Abintra Clinic, which dealt with um, confidence, motivation and stress um, over a number of years. And I became very highly regarded in what I did as an expert in hypnotherapy, so I do know about trance. Trance is a bit of a myth. Um, I've seen mediums act circles going to a trance and this is what they do they sort of sit like this and they close their eyes hello thank you for coming here today i'm so pleased to see you what a load of rubbish honestly it, it it makes me hold my head in my hands and i'm not surprised it's got such a bad reputation if you see mediums do this just have the carriage stand up and leave the room you know they are making it up but herein lies the dilemma some mediums when they do this it is purely their own ego and want to, to provide something to a client a client comes along wants to see a spirit come through so quite often they close their eyes and they're talking a voice and say you know or some stupid voice and what what is it with the silly voices why do they have to talk with silly voices spirit don't talk with silly voices when spirit talk from a medium they use my voice they use my voice box they don't need to do a silly voice you know it's it's ridiculous honestly i can name several famous mediums on the circuit at the moment that seem to insist on putting on these ridiculous mickey mouse voices to convince people when, it, when they don't need to when spirit will work through them and they know spirit is working through them all they have to do is just talk the words just flow the words flow from spirit through your heart and your heart center if you're open through your throat center which is a major chakra and it's usually colored purple and the spirit will just talk through you i tell clients although i'm speaking it's it's my voice it's spirit's words coming through I don't need to sit here and pretend to be a Chinese man or a Chinese guide or a Red Indian or whatever. I just talk in my voice. And that's what mediumship is. It's so simple. It's not complicated. On the other aspect, you get mediums that are deceived by spirits, uh, which is a whole different kettle of fish. Um, what this basically means is, um, as in the world, there are good spirits and bad spirits. There are good people. And bad people i'm sure you know people in your life that are alive that latch onto you and sap your energy spirit is very much the same there are parasitic entities that surround us that live off humans emotions mostly emotions of anger hate lust anything negative they, they live off it now what happens is you'll get a nice circle sit together for a number of years and the medium will start developing and all of a sudden he'll make a connection with a spirit entity and the spirit entity will say oh my name's fred and i passed away in 1817 and they'll give all these details and the members of the circle will probably sit there and believe it all and they'll start getting more and more factual information 
But what the medium doesn't realise is that Fred isn't Fred. This is just a negative parasitical entity pretending to be Fred that actually exists purely of the energy created by the circle which sets regularly. Um, I think it was um, Rudolf Steiner, um, the very famous mystic, that basically wrote about this as he calls it negative clairvoyance and negative mediumship, where the medium themselves believe they're in communication with a spirit, but they're not. They're actually in touch with this negative energy that pretends to be somebody else. And I've seen a few fall into this trap, and it is a very, very dangerous trap and a very, very um, slippery road to be on. Spirit always come through with love. Um, the number one fault that mediums have to have in their life is God is the creator. And we are all God's children, regardless of race, religion, beliefs, country or creed. We're all God's children. Unfortunately, for some reason, this seems to be moving out of mediumship at the moment. There's no holiness in it at all. It's just, I'll give you a message, you know. And you get asked questions like, will I win the lottery? When my dog die, you know, things are ridiculous. Mediumship is holy in nature, and it should be treated with respect and as a as a gift, a spiritual gift. Um, I believe everybody has mediumship abilities, absolutely regardless. And a lot of people won't agree with that statement, but they do. But during life, they become subdued through life circumstances, through being told, "Oh, you're imagining things at school," you know, stuff like that. If we're allowed to just be as children as the Bible said, our spiritual gifts will open up more and more and more. Um, the key to it is faith. You have to have faith in what you're doing and faith in that you are working for God, not for yourself, as a channel to bring hope, peace and love to humanity. If you do that, truth, trust and integrity, um, as a medium of psychic, you won't go far wrong. Um, I hope you found this uh, video enlightening. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to um, drop me an email on ian at ianbroomore.com. Or if you'd like more information about um, mediumship or healing or spiritual life coaching, you can go to my website, www.ianbroomore.com, which is my psychic reading site, or www giantleapcoaching.com which is my spiritual coaching and mentoring site. Um, nice to meet you and have a great day.